What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, she is here, your host and red hot real estate agent, Mimi Shoneman from Remax Results. Also with us today, Shelly Ferris from Sierra Pacific Mortgage. Hello, ladies. Good morning. Happy March to all of us. Yes. Right? Yes. So much is going on. I do think that it finally feels like spring. So I'm sure that that means that people are really out there trying to make some moves in our real estate uh, 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 market here in the Twin Cities. They are. They woke up. Yes, because you're right. like, I can leave the house and actually put on regular walking shoes. <laughs> I, do I can get to today. the car. Not you don't really. have a coat? No, Not yet. Just no? about. Close. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Shelly, why don't we start with some numbers? Let's go ahead and give your NMLS oh, yes, numbers before yes. we jump in today. Let's take care of some business. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So, my personal one is 367-826 and the company 178. Okay, now we, um, I always like to remind people why we do all these things. And part of it is that there are certain safeguards that are out there for you as a potential homeowner, right? And so if you're like, why do we have to give these numbers? It's like, that's important that we have numbers. Right. Because that means that we are in an industry where we are encouraging people to be regulated, that there are things that you have to do. There are safeguards out there for you as a consumer. That's right. Well, I've never even thought about that, like Mm -hmm. in that angle. But, you know, I guess, you know, theoretically, we could have just any of somebody in here talking about mortgages that didn't have license right and so it's like no and no we have professionals that have been doing this we have award-winning professionals oh, Ms. Shelley yeah, Ferris that's right and so when you're out there going I don't know where to start or I have these weird questions we can actually demystify all of that for you no question is weird Shelly's dealt with so many different things oh, that, you can't surprise me right anymore. and that's awesome you know she's like your doctor <laughs> whereas like this is a, a, a nice safe space for you to go how do I get this done? Right. You know, and especially right now, one of the things that we had brought up, Shelly and Mimi, is that so many of us were doing our taxes right now. We're really concentrating on did we make the right decisions last year mm. and how can we make better decisions going forward? Right. And sometimes that's I'm preparing to is it the right time for me to buy a home? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you look at people's taxes all the time. That's mm-hmm. part of what you collect. That's right. Exactly. Yes. That's some of the stuff that we're going to be talking about today. So right. great lead in, ladies. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's, it's been a crazy March already. March Madness <laughs> is out there. It's right? not just basketball. No. It's mortgage lending, too. So uh, we had some crazy things happen in the market yesterday. Uh, whoops, part of me. Friday. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Skip today. Time just My flies. girls are in town from college, so I'm oh, I'm on so college brain. Yes, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Angela getting back on that bus back to school today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the market on Friday did something that it hasn't done, ladies and gentlemen, since 2007. That's that 12 is? years. It became inverted. And so it's an inverted market now to the yield. I know this is deep stuff, but long story short, cut into the chase. Rates dropped, and that's really? a good thing. Okay. Now, how long are they going to be there, Shelley? Golly, I do not know. Right. <laughs> so explain a little bit about what that means as layman turns as you can about how it inverted. Right. So, there, it, it, and it's been headed that way. It's been headed that way uh, for about the past, I would say, six, maybe five weeks or so here, where it's just the the yield to the market, the yield to bond has uh, slowly, slowly been going down, going down. And all of a sudden, the inversion happened on Friday where, <clears throat> pardon me, the Fed funds rate, 
Okay. You've heard of that before. Yes. That uh, uh, that's the that's the rate at which banks borrow money to each other overnight. The Fed funds rate dro- uh, was now is now above what the yield is to bonds, and that's what made interest rates drop. So we're we're back to the low fours and high threes in FHA, um, high f- or low fours in conventional. We haven't seen those rates for probably about, mm, I would say, six months here now or so. And so when we talk about whether it's a buyer or a seller's market, does that rate imply, I mean, uh, uh, have anything to do with that? No, it does not. It has nothing to do with it. Okay. We are most assuredly in a seller's market. Hot, hot, hot seller's market. A normal market is between five and six months of inventory, and we are lucky if we could ever get close to two right now. So um, we are so strong seller's market, and we're still seeing multiple offers. We're seeing prices higher than they've ever been. Um, and sellers really are just kind of testing to see right. just just how how far can we push these buyers. And, you know, what we're seeing a little bit on the buy side is that buyers, especially our first-time buyers, our buyers that haven't bought in a while, they're anxious and they're oftentimes making offers over and above what they feel comfortable with. And then we're seeing they panic okay, and then they cancel during their inspection contingency because they haven't been coached well. That's okay. my opinion. They haven't been coached well at what the threshold that they should ever try to tiptoe over. Okay. And so, you know, you're pre-approved, right, Shelly, mm-hmm. for a certain amount. Mm-hmm. And when you're working as a team with your mortgage lender and your real estate agent and you're looking for property, there's several things that you need to keep in mind. First of all, you need to keep in mind always and forever what what your very top of your pre-approval is. And then you also need to know what your comfort level is on what you really want to do. And when you get put into that hot position and we've been anybody who's been to an auction knows that pressure you feel right when they, you think that the, the gravel is going to go down and you're going to lose that, you know, Amish blanket <laughs> <laughs> that you that you always that waiting for. You've been in a bidding war with Nancy across the aisle. <laughs> Listen, this is this real life stuff I'm talking here. Right. So. Um, but in, in, ser- in sincerity, when you're when you're told highest and best by five o'clock on Friday, you need to be thinking well before five o'clock on Friday what your strategy is going to be. Know ahead of time how high will I go? What am I capable of doing? So that you don't make a, a rash decision right. and then you have a panic attack and then you're, you pull out, you've, you've just beat out probably 10 other buyers and then you have a, a moment of awareness that goes, Oh my gosh, I don't even think that house is worth that. Right. Right. And then you then you freak out. Mm-hmm. So Mimi, as you are talking about that that requires some coaching, how does the what will just happen with the rates mm-hmm. impact that show? Right. So so when rates drop, it you need to circle back with your loan officer okay. and discuss what does this now mean to my top qualifying amount? Okay. Because they were qualifying you at the rate that they were at that time, okay. probably somewhere in the mid fours or some of you even in the high fours, depending on credit score and what you're looking to do and what you're looking to buy. But that will impact then what you're um, qualified to go to. And so there's several things that I think you need to know. So 1% in interest differential is 11, it's 11% purchase power. Okay. Right. 
So if you've got a f- between a 5% interest and it drops down to 4%, now you can buy 11% more house than you could yesterday. Okay. That's what that means. So it is worth going back and revisiting things with your Absolutely. mortgage professional and saying, now, I, instead of qualifying for round numbers, 250000 right. now right. you might qualify for two hundred sixty-five. Is that what we're saying? Okay. Right. right. Okay. Yes. And so it's worth, you know, having that conversation. But we do a really phenomenal job with our buyers and have a good buyer consultation so that they feel like they're educated. And we also know that there's power behind the strength of your mortgage person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will tell you right now that if you've got a strong mortgage person, somebody who's going to be able to call the lent, call the listing agent and tell them how strong of a buyer you are and to perhaps you know have certain things that they can do to showcase how good you are and solid you are, that is everything. And okay. as a real estate agent, when I'm listing for my, my sellers, I am weighing how strong I believe your loan officer is. Okay. And the company that they work for is important to me. And I rank that. Okay. And I make sure and let my sellers know there's power in the strength of the loan officer and it should be weighed just okay. like the amount of the offer. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. Because if it's a great offer, but the deal falls through three days before, before you're closing, then it really wasn't that great of right. an offer. Right. <laughs> and if the institution that the loan officer works for has historically not closed on time, what does that mean mm-hmm. if Mr. and Ms. Seller, you've got to move to Colorado and we can't trust that the loan officer knows what they're doing. So maybe we have to start all over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that okay. can cause a, a huge supply chain problem, mm-hmm. especially when you've got you know corporate people relocating. You can't run those risks. Right. And so um, sometimes a second opinion on mortgage is important so that you can just verify that, you know, someone like Shelly Ferris here with Sierra Pacific, um, who's been doing this business for, well, longer than me and you, Miss Shannon, have been alive. I don't know. No, that's not fair. That's not fair at all. Early she's 90s. Been doing, yeah. It is a, you know, I always like when we like add in the wealth. She's been doing this for 275 years. Yeah. Can we years. please yes. have yes. Sonny play Walk the Dinosaur <laughs> coming back on into the break? The first time, the first oh, time no. that there was ever a home out there, she did the that's very right, first that's mortgage. Right. For yeah, 160 so, months yeah. I've her, been at it. Her and Pebbles <laughs> and Bam Bam. But I do, you know, and even though we tease you and you're really not old enough to tease you as much as we do, that is all out of love. But you have been doing this for uh, long enough to know all of the ins and outs and also know that so many things that we might think are impossible are actually possible. Right, right. So you've seen it, as you said, you've seen so many different scenarios that you go, okay, you thought this couldn't happen, Mm -hmm. but no, here's how it can happen. And in fact, I have put together a deal like that before. Right, right. And and, and a lot of times people, I think they, they like run their scenario by me and I think they're waiting for the gasp, like the, you know, no, I don't, that's okay, great. Okay, that's your situation. No, this is the path we're going to take. You know what I mean? That's Mm -hmm. just, just because I've seen I've seen it all right (laughs) and so when we come back from the break we definitely want all of our listeners to give Shelly a call and test her knowledge Um, ask her a question get her second opinion right here live on the air Mm -hmm. she's much better than Jeopardy so you can call us the Red Hot Real Estate Show is available at 651-641-1071 we'll be right back honestly the Red Hot Real Estate Show. I'm Miss Shannon Mimi Shoneman for Remax Results here, and our good and dinosaur esque friend Shelly Ferris from Sierra Pacific Mortgage is here. That was not kind. <laughs>
I will take that. I will take it. (laughs) Okay. It's not the worst thing I've been called. (laughs) (laughs) If you have a question of our mortgage dinosaur, Shelly Ferris, and our good friend, you should call us at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Part of the reason why I love you, Shelly, is you were such a good sport. And that was what I like to remind people. When I was sitting down and I was asking you questions about, okay, if I was going to buy a house, what does this look like? How do I do that? It is such a not only um, calming, freeing experience talking to you, Shelly, but it is just very in, you know, you really can tell that she is very um, accomplished and wise at what she does. Mm. And, you know, knowing that you 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 can't be a credit contessa unless you (laughs) are. Right, exactly. And so sitting there and going, and as you said before, you know, you know, I've had some some little hiccups, you know, in my you know, my my life where I'm going I did this and this is when my house was, you know, I had to go through short sell and I haven't, I've been renting for this long and there was never that Ooh, moment. It was always like, sure, okay, yeah, all right, write these numbers down. Right. And so I think that a lot of us are in that position where you're going, everything's not perfect. So you already come to the the table from a position of I'm going to get a no or a position of shame and just reminding people that that is not the case. No, I tell you what, right now with those interest rates dropping like that, they I would be coming out of the sack just like a rabbit, man. (laughs) Just get on over here and call Shelly and see what what she can tell you. I mean, it's it's amazing savings when that interest rate drops. Right. And so we encourage you to call today. If you have any questions, you can be part of the Red Hot Real Estate show by calling us at 651-641-1071. And so we were talking during the break, Shelly, about how we are finally starting to see some inventory increase. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing a lot more uh, properties popping up. And so that's right. that's great. Everybody right. was waiting for the thaw. Yeah, exactly. And I think, yeah, I think spring has sprung officially. When yeah. we see inventory rise, even a blip is certainly helpful because there's less people bidding on each house than when you've got some on the market to bid for. Right. <laughs> and we are definitely in a hot, hot market. It's very competitive out there. And if folks are thinking about selling, we'll take those questions, too. Um, but Shelly, you wanted to talk about, uh, should we say those bad words on, on the air? I know those are kind of swear words a little bit, but, um, not technically. So it, online lenders, I, online I want to talk lenders. about the uh, myth of ease with online lenders because <laughs> it's a myth. You guys, it's a myth. It does sound like, Oh, well just call and we'll ask you two questions right. and we'll be done. The Absolutely. process will be so easy. I can do it while I watch this basketball game. Right. Just click here. Mm-hmm. Ding, ding, ding. You know, I, I kind of think that it's like, you know, they'll tell you what you want to hear. It's just like Michigan. Do I look fat in these pants today? Of course not. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> what do you think of my do my new hairdo machine? Does it look good? It looks wonderful. Okay. Yes. And can I get that million dollar loan? Yes, I can't now. Yes. Yes. But and, yes. and then there's an asterisk. Oh yes. Yes. <laughs> and and will you answer my phone on Saturday or after five on Friday? Oh, I think there's an asterisk for that too. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that I'm not gonna do. <laughs> but I'm not gonna tell you that ahead right. of time. There's an asterisk, right? <laughs> what happens, Miss Shannon, if you and I are writing an offer on Saturday at five PM and you can't reach your mortgage person to give us a pre approval letter, are you gonna lose that house? It sounds like yes would be the answer to that. You're as gonna well. lose that house. That you were so excited about getting. that really sucks mm-hmm. yeah exactly and exactly. so that's why we encourage people to actually sit there and you know and 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 you know all kidding aside working with somebody like shelly where you can go no no you're gonna hold my hand through this process if i'm one of those people that could use a little bit more um uh information as we go along if it takes some planning because you know like one of the things we talked about was well next year before you file your taxes let me look at them 
you know, right. kind of thing. Yeah. And then you can make, you know, you can go into these things with full disclosure so that you are working towards the goals that you want and having a team of people that are, it's okay to have a team. Yeah. All of these people that we watch in these reality shows have a team. Mm-hmm. They have an entourage. And so why not do that for yourself? Get a professional, have a group of people that can help you go, no, no, no. When I get there, I'm going to be prepared for it. Yeah. So you you said the three words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you really wonder. think, Shelly? Tell so, us about it. <laughs> well, I'm going to unload here today. No, I'm not going <laughs> to unload. But I'm going to, I hope to make you um, aware, if you're not, that, uh, you know, if you're an online lender, you're an online lender by choice. You're an online lender for a reason. Um, you're not comfortably being in front of people. You don't have the depth of knowledge. If you're a self-employed person, you really think the online guy is going to know all the intricacies of your tax return returns and how to eke the most out of the income, et cetera, right. et cetera. I mean, it, you can look, we, we make fun a little bit about those numbers, those uh, certification numbers that we talk about in the beginning of the show, but you can look up a loan officer by that certification number online. And when you look up mine, you're going to see that I have 25 plus years of experience in mortgage lending. If you look up that online lenders NMLS number, you may find and no offense to the waitstaff personnel of America, but that right. might be what they were doing last week. Yes. And they ran into somebody and told them, hey, all you have to do is answer some phone calls and look at now you make this much per hour instead right. of this much per hour. It, it's not the knowledge base. And in this intricate business that we're in, you need a professional that knows the buzzwords, that knows when to be nervous for you and right. to be looking out for you, and also to put you at ease and let you know that, oh, yeah, 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 that's just a flash in the pan. Don't worry about that or oh we're just going to document that this way that's not an issue so right so that's that's why you want to stay away from the online ease if you will well let's go to the phone and see if we can put somebody at ease and so Lori, thank you very much for calling the red hot real estate show what is your question for shelly and mimi hi shelly and mimi my i'm about to sell my father-in-law's uh condo downtown minneapolis and my question is i have it empty. I have it painted, or about to be painted. Um, how important is it to stage it? What price point is your condo going to be in? Four fifty up. You know, I think that you know you can certainly say that a house shows better when it's staged, and. In this market right now, though, sometimes it depends on whether I believe that the house is going to fly off the shelf in that location. If that's the case, then you might not need it to be staged fully. Maybe you can uh, do some decorative things in the kitchen and the bath with linens and a few, you know, tchotchke type of things. But if it's Uh big, vast rooms and it looks really vacant and if you feel like that's going to... Uh, have be hard for folks to envision online, then I, I definitely think staging is a plus. Staging always makes a property sizzle for the buyers, always. But it's a, a case-by-case basis, you know, and also what your budget is. Okay. Is that something that y- you feel is in line with your with your budget? Yeah. I, I, yes, I do. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't staging between three and six hundred dollars? About you cannot that- you can't I've seen staging go upwards to five six ten thousand dollars it just really oh, de- really it really depends on what they're bringing in and who's okay. who's bringing it in so okay. um do some shopping there huh you yeah, <laughs> yes yes absolutely and you know I always weigh things because I I know especially you're doing in a state right you don't even live there 
Correct. Um, so, you know, sometimes people who have inherited property, they don't have the budget to do the little things, but it sounds like you do. And yes. so if you do, I always think staging is a beautiful thing and it can absolutely enhance a listing's performance. No question about it. Okay. Okay. Hope well, that helped. Thanks, ladies. You're it welcome. Did, it did help a lot. Thank you. And I love listening to your show. Thank you for calling, <laughs> Good Lori. Luck, Lori. Yeah, you know, it's so hard to, to answer those questions, right? Because it's subjective. Right, because if you have a, per, uh, a house that's going for a certain price point, you don't want to put the wrong furniture in it and have people go, oh, well, it looks cheap or it makes it look less, you know, when there might be, okay, well, maybe in this scenario we'll leave it empty because then people can use their imagination. Right, well, I'll give you an uh, for instance. Yesterday, I showed a house and there was an awkward kind of um, area in the living room that was over top of a, a closet door. Okay. And the buyers were just like, they were like, do you think we, do you think that um, the buyer, the sellers would mind if I, if we rearranged their furniture so I could see how this, my furniture might fit? Oh, and I'm wow. like, you know, they right. were kidding, of course. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, let's move it. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, see it's, if some, they notice. it's sometimes hard to envision how Where your things would go in a you know space, and so in instances like that, staging absolutely helps. Absolutely, you know, and you can just see like if you go into a, a staged home with a buyer, they it's almost like they get giddy, like the HTV smiles. Yes, you know, it's like oh, it's so pretty. Right. I love it. Yeah, do I get to keep those things? Yes. You know, kind of yes. thing because my things question. don't look like those things. <laughs> can I write into the purchase agreement those beautiful pillows? Right. And I'm like, yes, we will. <laughs> Well, we will also go to break. What are we covering when we get back, Shelly and me? Well, I was going to talk about some um, examples that we've had with uh, experiences with online lenders and then talk about what does a good buyer look like. All right. You can also call and be part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. Also streaming at MyTalk1071.com, keyword Red Hot. Our Red Hot Real Estate agent is here, Mimi Shoneman, also Shelly Ferris from Sierra Pacific Mortgage, helping you get the information that you need to uh, get on the road to either buying or selling your home. And speaking of that, we have those great guides available. We do. Mm-hmm. And we've got the Spring 2019 Things to Consider When Buying and Selling a Home Guides, two different ones, both packed with good information. They change quarterly. So if you haven't gotten one in a while and you want to get another one, we've got those links posted on our show page. You can also call and request them. And uh, they're a really good place to start, you know, kind of start making you think about things. Okay, well, what do I need to do? And just like Lori calling, well, what about staging? You know, what do I need to do to get my house ready? Um, You know, I'm going to tell you my first tip is if you haven't touched it in the last two years, consider donating it good idea. Um, that's my mm-hmm. first tip for for decluttering mm-hmm. that's a great idea all those things that have that really thick layer of dust mm-hmm. those are the ones i'm like that needs to go mm-hmm. like yeah. if i if i, I don't do want to dust it i give those things away yeah mm-hmm. i have what pair of pants from 1992 why are you waiting on them i do do when you touch them do they give you joy someday okay they, they do give me joy okay. if you and touch it, them and they give you joy then you can keep them yeah okay it makes me want to go dancing all Right. Well, yeah. then they can mm-hmm. stay. I, I mean, I think that there is a matter of certain things that you keep in your home because they do give you nostalgia. But then there's some things that get in the way of that. So yeah. if you have some items in your house that are actually blocking your view of something that really would make it, you know, make you happy, then maybe you should get rid of yeah. those things. And That's you know, the thing. You, if you have jeans for every age that you ever have been... <laughs> 
start with the the oldest ones and work your way back and keep maybe five or six years worth of jeans. Or I don't have all of those ages, but what I do, and I did get some of those vacuum seal bags. And so there are a couple of those things that I'm like, this reminds me of such and such great time I had in college. So from a nostalgia seal bag. Yeah, you buy those those space bags. And oh. so yeah, so space bags. And so then at least they're not taking up all the room in your house. Those and are so good. I have a couple of back when I was in the Junko jeans, the big giant Raver oh, Girl jeans. Yes, yes. A couple of those. Not all of them, because they're heavy and they take up a lot of room. But I did fold them up and then put them in the space bags and they're up in a closet, you know, kind of thing. Cause every once in a while I'm like, Oh, yeah, I used to be young and cute. And then <laughs> But they don't need to. They don't need to actively be in my closet taking up space right now. So we encourage everybody to go through their items. And we have, you know, on previous Red Hot Real Estate shows, you've made suggestions on uh, great organizers that can help you with that. Love, love talking about organizing and decluttering. I love talking about that. If you want to talk to me about that. 651-578-2218. Six five one five seven eight two two one eight. Blow me up, right? And that is one of the other things that's great about uh, being able to work on the show is that sometimes there's things that you think about and you go, okay, how do I get started? Like you know, even like uh, Shelly and I got a chance to talk about eye stamps. One thing. So this is real information right, right. that has Finally. real people here you, in the Twin Cities. Did you really we know the people? Yeah, yeah. Please, can we play some more vintage music? Okay, <laughs> we can do that. So if you need a place to start, as far as going. How do I take care of my home? How do I declare my home? How do I get it on the market? How do I find the next home? Calling Shelly and Mimi, this is a great place for everyone to start. It absolutely is. And if you're thinking about selling, calling a mortgage person is an absolute brilliant move. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, be ready. People call because where are they going to go? Mm-hmm. Are they going, you know, you can do a rent versus own analysis mm-hmm. and show them, you know, this is what renting would look like for you. Right. Or if you sold and you bought something different. You know, what does that look like? Right. Yes, we go through those scenarios all the time. I'm going to sell and I'm going to net this much money. I'm going to put it all in down payment on a new house. And I tell them, great, that's great. Or we could do this. You right. can put this much down and we could pay off all this debt. And now you're $400 ahead of where you thought you were going to be monthly because we got rid of the debt. So let's talk about turning your current home into a rental oh, strategy. Right. Yes, yes. We've seen that a lot, actually. Um, the, in, and I don't know if it's because people are wanting to kind of like beat out the market, if you will, hold right. on to their asset and let it, you know, get higher and higher and higher, or if it's just something where they're that's part of their wealth plan. But we're seeing it a lot. And, and how you qualify for that, just so you know is that you still have to qualify with your monthly payment so in order to negate that debt in your total ratio you want to make sure that you're going to rent your house out for 25 percent more than your mortgage payment is okay that's kind of the trick calculation there so that is a, a another strategy especially if you're if like you like shelly said you're trying to like build a portfolio of properties and you've got a nice good one that you know is sellable, but it's also, you can get 1800 a month for rent. Maybe now is the time to think about that strategy. Right. And I'm just going to put this nugget out there. It was completely unrelated. I found a honeypot yesterday. I'm not even kidding you. For one level living. And if you're out there listening and you've been looking for affordable one level living, I want you to call me so we can talk about it. It is amazing yeah you said that that's very difficult and that's yes. you know one of the most prized things that people are looking and for right now under right? three hundred thousand oh brand God. new honeypot oh i'm not even going to tell you where it is you just got to call me if you want to know <laughs> six five one five 
5782218 is me. And I'm not kidding. I, when I saw it, I was like, maybe I should buy one of these and plan for <laughs> when I need one level living. Wow. That kind of thought. You know, mm. you know, you know what's good when you want to buy it. Right? Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Exactly right. Well, I mean, and one of the things we would talk about it, and, and I know bits and pieces of this just because before I worked in radio, I did used to work for one of those big box lenders. And I worked in their marketing department, but I was very familiar with what it was like to be at that type of institution. Um, and it did really color the way that it, you know, when I decided, you know, after I had transitioned out, it did color the way that I chose my banking relationships um, based upon the, you know, where I used to work. And so it really did make me go, okay, even though my coworkers were all good people, I know that that wasn't necessarily their passion and that there wasn't a key reason why they were in that industry other than getting a paycheck. And I think that that's a lot of what we find when we're dealing with these big box lenders mm-hmm. versus someone like Shelly who is in it and built about building that one-to-one relationship with your clients. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Yeah. I, I value all the relationships that I've made over the many, many, many years that I've been doing yes. loans. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, many repeat customers who um, express kind of exactly like what you're talking about. It's the trust level. It's, right. There's so much sensitive information that we're being given today. Right. And in this world that we live in, you want to make sure you're giving it to a trusted individual, not necessarily you know, www.online.com. Right, because it really does make a difference going, okay, my particular scenario is not something that you could just use a cookie cutter or a press and fit me into. So how can we tell if somebody is in it for a paycheck or if they're in it because they love what (laughs) they're doing? Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) So I'm going to tell you that, first of all, they answer their phone after hours um, because if you're in it for a paycheck... You don't do that. Oh, no. That's the reason you took that job. Right? Yes. So when I'm done, I'm done. Because if you're down at the bar at, at 515 and I need a pre-approval letter, I'm not happy no. at all. Well, I was on the phone last night at 8 o'clock last night with a realtor. And we were looking at the uh, property online on the MLS online. And I was looking at the pictures because she was unsure with the there was no carpet in some of the areas. And would this go FHA? And what do you think? And so, yeah. It's eight o'clock at night, but you still need your answers because of all the multiple offers and such out there. No, I can't offer that up all the time. Right. But most of the time. Right. We're not encouraging everyone to try and like, you know, yeah, have their, but at least, you know, you can leave a voicemail at two o'clock in the morning if you That's couldn't true. sleep. And then when the minute Shelly wakes up, she'll probably right. get back to you. Well, so, you know, as a realtor, you, you do want to make sure you're only showing your clients properties that they can actually qualify for so if they are a particular type of buyer like fha we don't want to show them things that they can't have right that's the worst Mm -hmm. you know uh, this is my favorite i love that one well you can't have it right (laughs) (laughs) so So why are we making your life we try not to do that right Right. so let's go to the phone so lynn thank you very much you have a comment regarding rentals yeah on if you're renting your house out um you have to get different insurance and then also um a lot of Mortgage places make you finance it again under as a rental. Well, uh, when you um, that's actually 
I mean, I don't, know, I don't know what your particular experience has been, Lynn, but th- that we haven't run into that in my neck of the woods. So you don't have to refinance your house into a rental property. When you sign the documents at closing, you're signing them stating that your plan is to live there at least a year. And even that is just a suggestion. No one can tell you you have to live there a year and make it your primary residence. So I have multiple clients that I work with that have, that's how they acquire their rental properties is they purchase and then they convert that primary residence after a year or six months or 10 years or whatever into now a rental and then they go out and buy a new primary residence okay well um that happened to me uh u.s bank told me i could not rent out my house well um i I can't again i can't speak to that because i i don't work for u.s bank but um you know, if you want to give me a call and we can talk about your situation, I, I've 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 gotten lots of people through this uh, little hiccup that you're talking about, and we've never ever had a problem with it. Never had to refinance the house. Okay, what about the insurance? And, and I'm not an insurance agent, so I can't speak to that part. It would seem likely to me that that would be smart that you would want to put a different kind of insurance on the house, being you're not going to be there to keep an eye on what's going on in the house and maintaining it and such as much as you would be if you were living there. So that's likely. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Well, thanks for listening and thanks for calling. Yeah, that was a great call. I think, yeah, Definitely. and I think that that does make a difference. I could see, you know, one of the things that you probably have to deal with when you are transitioning to a rental is that I remember when I was thinking about it, if I was going to do that, because um, we considered that in our last home, is do we have a team of people that, you know, I'm not a maintenance person, mm-hmm. <laughs> but... You know, knowing and talking that through, and I think even like if you're talking it through with a professional like Mimi and and Shelly, you guys know people too. So Mm -hmm. you could probably go, no, well, here's how you build a team or here's the kind of company that you could hire. Because I would have to keep that in mind because I'm going, I'm not going to climb up on the roof, but I'm going to hire somebody to do it if it happens. Exactly. Mm -hmm. No, you do want to think things through and it's very smart of Lynn to call and Mm -hmm. to get a second opinion about things because... And and it's not that it's not possible, but maybe some institutions just choose not to do that type of business. Mm-hmm. Um, there are portfolio loans where uh, lending institutions will take on a case by case basis and look at it and say, yeah, we believe that the risk is worth it with you. Right. And we'll do it for you. Right. Whereas right. somebody else may be a more riskier candidate. Right? And that was one of the things we were talking about initially with this conversation about online lenders is that there's a difference between seeing a uh, going with a lender that has one product versus working with someone like Shelly that can do a variety of different things for you. Absolutely. And yes. the thing that I would just say before we head into the break is not only that the institution has enough products, but that the loan officer understands the product that they have available to them and is able to look at your particular situation and say this one, this one, this one, and that one. Let's talk about those because I believe those are best for you. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Well, if you have any questions, we encourage you to be part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Again, the number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My to 1071, also streaming at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon in here with Shelly Ferris from Sierra Pacific Mortgage and your super real estate agent, Mimi Shoneman from Remax Results. We've been talking about the differences, uh, basically from going from maybe one of those, those big box retailers and those online lenders to actually having that custom made experience and, and why 
you know, not just to complain about other people, but we've been in that scenario before. I remember one of the first jobs I got when I moved here was working for, you know, a different banking institution and knowing, you know, it the job that was great in that it was freeing that when I started, you know, I punched in at 830, I punched out at 530, I was done. You know, but it was also part of my job to do a lot of these referrals and these, uh, you know, upsells. It's like, I didn't know anything about that. I'm a marketing major. I was in that job long enough to end up in the marketing department. You know, right, kind of thing. Right. And not that I didn't care. I just didn't know. I knew what we had at this particular thing and I knew what popped up on my screen. But it's not the same as now as a consumer working with someone like Shelly and going, here's all these odd components that I have going on in my life and her being able to distill them and go, here's the way that we can get this accomplished for you. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So Shelly, talk a little bit about what you believe as a loan officer, a good borrower should know and is. Excellent. Yeah. So, um, you know, I talked to lots of people um, all week long and uh, credit comes up on every single phone call. I ask it if it doesn't come up, but a lot of times they bring it up. And so I'll get comments like, um, oh, I have bad credit. Well, you know, you need to call me because I can help you make it good. We've we've got a great program called um, the Sierra First program whereby I can pull your credit without it affecting your credit score. So many people are concerned that, you know, don't, oh, I don't want you to pull my credit. I don't want you to pull my credit. It's going to drop the score. Well, I can't really help you unless I see what you got going on underneath the blanket. So I need to pull that credit score, but I can pull it. They call it a soft pull. And I can pull that credit uh, report and get enough information to be able to determine this is how far away you are. This is what your homework is. This is why your credit score is not getting any better month after month after month. Well, let's talk about that. So what are some of the things that you're seeing that folks can do easy enough to improve the credit? I had a guy uh, just uh, three weeks ago had a credit score in the low, uh, like 580-ish. And uh, although we can do uh, FHA financing from 580, it wasn't his preferred type of lending because he um, has a good, strong down payment. So you really wanted to have a conventional loan and I wanted him to be able to be in a conventional loan. And so um, he needed a 620 score in order to get that. That's Fannie Freddie rules, not mine. So we needed to get there. So we needed 40 points and they're really ready to pull the trigger and buy. And um, I had, I talked to him about getting added to one of his, uh, um, father-in-law's credit cards he opted to do two uh that as soon as that information reported pop 50 points in three weeks so sometimes it's something really easy and sometimes it's okay if we do this for nine months and you are diligent about things, it can make a, you know adjustments too. Right. Okay. Or, or, or it doesn't have to be logical. Like I had another guy who he, I, you know, I'd worked with him on his credit, talked him through everything. He called me two weeks later and said, hey, I paid everything off. I'm ready to go. And I said, uh, what do you mean you paid off everything and you're ready to go? And we kind of talked about how he paid off all these collections. And although that is a really great thing and I commend him for it, his score dropped 40 points because he did that. So it's not always logical and rational what's going to you think what's going to happen you know oh this was going to make my credit score better i just paid off all these collections but what happened is the collections reported an updated date right negative account which is a collection and now it's just going to take time to heal that for him he needs time to and get how long do you that think date. that will take well i again i encouraged him the you know add yourself to a credit card of a lot of blah 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 what i just talked to you about um but um i think it's going to take four or five months to recover from that uh credit score and, and it's so sad because it didn't have to happen right. you know he wanted to you know he was proud of himself he had done yeah. a good job and he did do a good job by paying off those uh collection debts but 
Um, it was the wrong timing. It was the wrong mix. It was the wrong way to do it. You need to talk to a professional and tell you what to do. So a good borrower today is, they, it was really anybody. It can be anybody, you guys. It can be, even if you have credit scores that are under 600, call me. Let's work on them. Let's say you've got a job where you're being paid piecemeal. Call me. Let's talk about how that is and how long you've been on that job and how to talk about that income and make it something that an underwriter can understand is stable and not just if you don't show up, you don't get paid. So there's all of those pieces. Self-employed people just talked to a gal on the way down uh, this morning and um, they've been hesitant to buy a house because he's self-employed and they've always had a bad run with anybody they've talked to. But they're coming in tomorrow morning and we're going to sit down and look at their tax returns and see what they qualify for. So I'm so glad she reached out, but that's what you got to do. Don't sit on the other side of the radio and wish woulda, woulda, coulda. Right. (laughs) You don't get a house that way. Yeah. No, and Shelly is really great. She is very thorough. She goes through all of the things that you need to, to be looked at. And if she finds something in there that, you know, she thinks can improve or, or do you better, then she's going to suggest that to you and, and help you make a choice of what loan product is best for you. And who knows, you might get a surprise like I did there you know, where it was pretty much, oh, you're pretty much fine. I'm like, wait, I'm fine because <laughs> I had already presumed everything was wrong because right. <laughs> you know, yeah. I didn't know. I had just enough information to be dangerous to myself. Exactly. Right. Where I'm just like, oh, the answer is going to be no, because because of this experience that I had. Five, six years ago. Right. You know, you're basically a whole different person five years ago. Oh, you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You can be a different person six months ago. True. (laughs) True. But give me a call. That's the most important part. 612-839-6918. Don't forget. Credit Contessa. Yes. Asking for appointments. (laughs) At your service. So you had an example that uh, of a client that we worked with last year. Oh, yes. And talk about that a little bit. Oh, I will. Yeah. So this particular gentleman, this is an example of why you don't want to work with an online lender, folks. Okay. Keep this in your mind. This gentleman, great buyer. We got him approved. He bought in May. We were closing in the middle of July. Had plenty of time. We were coasting into the end because we were done with that loan long before closing day. And the seller of the house that he was buying gave Mimi a call and said, hey, we need to close a week early because we are getting a loan from one of these online lenders and they can't figure out that when we sell our house, we're not going to have that debt anymore and that's where our money's going to come for our next purchase. So I need to close a whole week early so that that debt can be off of my credit report and that money can be in my bank so I can use my online lender and get this deal done. Well, in Minnesota, Minnesota, folks, we don't do it that way. Okay. okay. We close in the morning on the sale of your house and we buy in the afternoon. It's all set up in the beginning. 99% of the transactions go through this way in the Twin Cities. But when you're talking to, you know, Dr. Rocket Mortgage, he doesn't Out of get state. it. Okay. Yeah. He just mm-hmm. does not get that. He's making 12 bucks an hour. He worked at Chili's two <laughs> weeks ago. He doesn't know how all of that works. Right. He's just going through the screens like you did. Exactly. That's, yep. So he doesn't know how to advise you or how to tell his underwriter, yeah, that's going to be there, you know, underwrite it this way. Right. That's how we do it. So you don't, you just don't want to get trapped in that. You don't have to. No. And I, I can't see the advantage, frankly, of ever using that. I never would personally. I'm not even kidding. Right. And there's not any money savings, if there even is any, that's the that, truth. that you could say that's worth that risk. So you've you've found your dream home and you've put all your trust in somebody who's a phantom and you can't see them. You can't go there and you hope that they know what they're talking about, but you've got no confidence and no referrals to say, yeah, they can do it. 
uh, too much risk for my my threshold mm-hmm. for me personally. And for sellers, too, don't you think? I Absolutely. mean, if they see that come in, that it's a bot. Uh, if I'm a listing agent and we get an online mortgage, I'm going to say uh, we can do better uh-huh. than that. Well, um, Shelly, why don't you give everybody your number again? Because you're very easy to get a hold of. Excellent. 612-839-6918. And how do we get a hold of you, Mimi, again? You can call me, 651-578-2218, or Mimi at mnredhotrealestate.com. And don't forget to check out all of our really great links that we post and uh, request those great uh, selling and buying guides. And you can always find this information and more if you go to our website, mytalk1071.com, keyword red hot. Paying bills on time? Oh, yeah. Not maxing out credit cards? That's what I'm talking about. Learning what credit utilization is? Yes, give yourself credit. You can reach some pretty big goals like home ownership by taking small steps like those to build up your credit. Get started by leveling up your credit knowledge at FannieMae.com slash credit education. That's FannieMae.com slash credit education. Home ownership, here you come. Hey. 